It's official. Vince McMahon is back with WWE. He did what he had to do to get three members of the board of directors removed, voted himself, George Barrios, and Michelle Wilson into those three vacancies. He is back as executive chairman to the board of WWE in what he claims will be an effort to facilitate a sale with WWE. We're going to talk about it all next here on a special edition of the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. First and foremost, there was a filing here with the SEC that is available online. I put a link in the description for you to read if you want to read the whole thing. It's like 68 pages long. Have at it, but kind of want to take the highlights and the more important parts of this, which includes how this happened and also some emails that were exchanged between Vince McMahon and WWE board of directors prior to this day and you know some things to divulge in this whole thing so first the removal of the board of directors how did this exactly happen so here's what it says in the filing whereas under Delaware law the power to remove any director resides in the stockholders entitled to vote for the election of such director and article 6 of the charter and Article 2, Section 2.12 of the bylaws provide in relevant part that any director may be removed with or without cause by the stockholders entitled to vote for the election of such director. Now, therefore, it is hereby resolved that effective immediately each of the following individuals be and hereby is removed without cause from the board of directors of the corporation, corporation being WWE, the board of directors and the removal resolution which was part of the documentation as well joellen lyons dylan jeffrey r speed and alan m wexler now on the wwe corporate website that shows you who everybody is in the board of directors joellen lyons dylan is just a board member she's not part of any committees that are put on the board of directors website Jeffrey R. Speed was the chair of the audit committee, and Alan M. Wexler was also a member of the audit committee. So perhaps those are there's a reason why those three were removed. Now, filling of vacancies on the board of directors, whereas under Delaware law, the power to fill director vacancies resides inherently in the stockholders. Article 6 of the Charter grants the board exclusive authority to fill newly created directorships, but does not grant the board exclusive authority to fill other vacant, vacant uh, directorships. And Article 2, Section 2.12 of the bylaws provides in relevant part that any vacancy in the board caused by removal of a director by the stockholders may be filled by the stockholders entitled to vote for the election of the director so removed. Now, therefore... It is hereby resolved that effective immediately each of the following individuals be and hereby is elected to fill a vacancy on the board of directors caused by the removal resolution. George Barrios, Vincent K. McMahon, and Michelle Wilson. So basically what happened here was Vince McMahon used his voting power to basically vote these people out of the board, which creates a new election. And he votes in George Berrios himself and Michelle Wilson. That's basically what happened. And while, I mean, I'm not a stock expert. I'm not a corporate person. I was always under the impression I try to really do my due diligence and research this. I really couldn't find the exact answer because maybe it's a state-by-state -state thing because obviously it lists 
uh, under Delaware law, whether or not Vince could just vote himself back in. I was under the impression that the board of directors have to create a vote and then Vince can vote himself back in. Apparently, he created a bylaw, if I understand this correctly, he created a bylaw where he votes in or votes out those three board of directors and then votes him, Barrios, and Wilson in. Now, what does this mean for the company as a whole? Does this necessarily mean that WWE is for sale? Is he really going to facilitate in that sale? Is he going to, you know, overhaul Stephanie, Nick Khan, and and Triple H? Is he going to take over creative? I don't know. You would want to believe that's the case, but this is Vince McMahon we're talking about here. Sometimes he's a man of his word, and sometimes he is full of shit. As I was talking about when we recorded our episode this week of the Squared Circle Cycle Babble, we, we recorded hours after it was announced that he was planning on coming back and re- uh, released that press release, but nothing was official. And I said the same thing. Vince is a man that is a man of his word at times and a man that's full of shit at other times, and you really can't trust him. But there are emails that were part of this filing, too, that were both from Vince McMahon and also the board of directors that I think maybe paints a clear picture or if you're one of those that doesn't believe it, you know, take it for what you will. But the first email that is in this filing comes from Vince McMahon on December 20th. And he says, Dear Board of Directors, I have always recognized that we have a massive responsibility to the WWE Universe. Our fans deserve the best entertainment experience that WWE can offer. And I thank you for your efforts to keep our company focused on that goal through this distinctly challenging year for WWE. Throughout my entire tenure with the company, I have always been committed to doing what I believe in the best interest of WWE and our employees, shareholders, fans, and other stakeholders. It is also why I voluntarily retired from the company during the pendency of the special committee investigation and fully cooperated with the committee and its independent counsel process. My retirement was intended to give the special committee its independent counsel and the rest of the board the time and space needed to understand and respond to the allegations. Now that the completion of the special committee investigation has been publicly disclosed, I believe WWE has a unique opportunity during this critical juncture to maximize value for its shareholders and all other stakeholders, specifically given the rapidly evolving media landscape in which more and more companies are seeking to own the intellectual property offered on their streaming platforms. I firmly believe that the best thing to do for all WWE shareholders and other stakeholders is to undertake a comprehensive review of strategic alternatives. I am confident that our Shareholders will support this decision. As you know, the media rights subject to the upcoming negotiations are critical to any strategic alternative consideration. And therefore, the two initiatives must incur in parallel fashion. By combining a review of strategic alternatives with the media rights negotiation, our company can make better, more well-informed, and faster decisions. Moreover, any party that engages in strategic decisions with WWE will want to be ensured that I, as controlling shareholder, am in line with the decision-making process. In other words, we must 
unify the company's decision-making regarding these two interconnected initiatives to fully capitalize on this unique opportunity. For these reasons, it is critical for me to rejoin the board as executive chairman to work alongside our management team in leading the exploration of strategic alternatives and media rights negotiations, and it is necessary to fulfill any commitment to doing what is best for WWE. Successfully navigating this process will require close coordination among WWE leadership and the board, as well as a clearly defined and well-executed strategy to secure the greatest value for WWE stockholders. As WWE's founder and largest shareholder, no one has a greater interest in the long-term success of WWE or is more in line with all WWE shareholders than me. I want to be very clear that I wholeheartedly believe that WWE has an exceptional management team in place. Stephanie, Nick, Paul, and the rest of the management team have my full and unconditional support. And as executive chairman, I would support them to facilitate unified, efficient, and effective decision-making during this important period in the company's history. An announcement that I am rejoining the board as executive chairman provides a natural opportunity for WWE to announce its intention to engage in a strategic review process. In light of timing of the media rights cycle, it is important to finalize my return to WWE as soon as possible. So this email says two things. First off, he wants to make sure they get the best value for WWE on a sale and on a media rights situation. And it's possible that you could get two birds fed with one piece of bread because Whoever buys the media rights probably want the intellectual property too because then they could do whatever they want with it on whatever streaming platform they have. So let's say, I think wholeheartedly, just because I work in the industry, I understand what's going on, the drastic changes now moving to streaming and those that have you know strong cases in the streaming world, I definitely think NBC... Comcast is the strongest suitor for WWE. They already own the library to stream on Peacock right now. They have the streaming rights for that. They have the rights for Raw. They have the rights for NXT to air on the USA Network. The only thing they don't have the media rights for right now are the immediate re-airs on Hulu and SmackDown on Fox. And this is just for the United States. I know there's other international uh, companies that own rights to different networks or whatever the case may be, but I'm just talking about the United States. And Vince McMahon has worked with NBC for a very, very, very long time. And I honestly do not see if this is true, that Vince McMahon is only here to facilitate in a sale. He does not want to be partaking in creative and branding and running the business and all that nature. He just wants just here to be a part of the sale process. I think he wants to make sure that it goes to the right people at the right value. And I think NBC does that. I know a lot of people throw Disney out there and yeah, Disney has a higher evaluation and has more money to probably give WWE. But one, do they spend more money on WWE content? Do they want to put WWE content on a Disney plus or does it go on Hulu? Or, I mean, there's there's possibilities everywhere. But to me, I just feel like it's NBC, it's Comcast that takes over. Now, this email, if you want to take it at face value, 
and you believe what Vince McMahon is saying here on December 20th, it seems like he has given his support to Stephanie, Nick Khan, and Triple H to run the company in this time where he will be executive chairman and facilitate a sale or whatever it may be and that he's not going to overtake creative. The show will be as is and Triple H is going to continue to run the shows. If that's the case, personally, I don't have a problem with it. I honestly don't. If Vince McMahon is there just to be kind of a face in the room and help with the negotiations in some way, shape, or form, and Nick Khan is going to be the one that really does the heavy work, which he's really the guy that's been doing all these negotiations with Peacock and all these other media rights outside of the United States and um, you know, being a part of making NFTs for WWE and allowing wrestlers to have some sort of third-party interaction uh, as WWE talent. I know that's not fully 100%. We know the Mandy Rose situation. But still, he's allowed some of that. He's created the NIL program for college athletes to come in, work in the Performance Center. So he's definitely made some changes in the right direction for WWE, and I think Vince McMahon sees that, and that's why Nick Khan is here for that. And I think George Berrios and Michelle Wilson will also be part of those negotiating process too, because they were probably people that Vince should have listened to to begin with. And he didn't. And you could say they were the reasons the network failed. You could say, you know, Vince McMahon was trying to talent hoard when Berrios and Wilson were like, you're wasting money. Please don't do that. That's not in the best interest of the state uh, shareholders. So it's going to be interesting to see how Nick, Nick Khan, George Berrios, and Michelle Wilson work together in this situation. But I do want to get the response here from the board of directors here that was on December 27th. Fully agree with your assessment that the company's management team is exceptional and are pleased to hear that Stephanie, Nick, and Paul, and the rest of the management team have your full and unconditional support. We believe that our investors, employees, and fans agree there is tremendous excitement at the company and among our fan base, and our stock price has grown more than 40% in just the last year. We remain optimistic about the continued success of this management team and the WWE franchise overall, and we believe your support is critical to this success. As you know, it is our fiduciary obligation to continue to act in a way we believe it is in the best interest of the company and its shareholders. We have always taken that responsibility very seriously, and all of our decisions are guided by this duty. With respect to your suggestion regarding a process to evaluate strategic alternatives and your role in the process, we are prepared to initiate such a process and are happy to work with you to ensure that this is the best process for the company and all its shareholders. Indeed, we would welcome you and your advisors to play an important role in the process, including working together to identify the full range of potential alternatives and counterparties. To that end, we suggest that your bankers and lawyers meet with our bankers and lawyers in the first week of January to discuss how to best move forward together in this process. Although we welcome your participation with the launch of a strategic alternatives review process, it is also our unanimous view that your return to the company at this time while government investigations into your conduct by the U.S. Attorney's Office and SEC are still pending would not be prudent from the shareholder's value perspective. This determination is based on a variety of factors, including non-public information. The board has become aware of the risk to the company and its shareholders of placing a greater spotlight on these issues. 
The attached draft letter agreement provide that the board will not agree with the shareholder demand that the company file suit against you on the conditions to confirm your commitment to repay all of the investigation related expenses incurred by the company and that you agree not to serve as an officer, director or employee of the company during the pendency of the government investigations. Those conditions and the draft letter agreement reflecting such conditions were unanimously approved by the board prior to receiving your letter on December 20th and were reaffirmed unanimously subsequent to that date. So basically the response from the board of directors on December 27th was you're the majority stakeholder. We encourage you to be a part of this, this process of, you know, reviewing the media rights deals and a sale possibly, but we don't think it's in the best interest that you should be a director, an employee, an advisor to this company. Basically, you're just come in as a shareholder and you can do whatever you want. You're, you have the voting power to do such things. But while these investigations are going on by the U.S. Attorney's Office and the SEC, we really should not have you in as a board of director, in the board of directors. And I think that is a great, great response here. There's some serious allegations here against Vince McMahon. And if they find things and see that all these allegations are true and whatnot, it's going to make it may, it's going to look really, really bad if he's on the board of directors here. And that, I think that really hurts the stock price if that's the case. And I think, I mean, we'll see how the next few days go as well as the stock price. But as soon as it was announced that Vince was planning to come back, we saw the stock skyrocket 10, 10% because obviously people hear sale, sale, sale. So the stock price goes up. But the stock has been going up, you know, in the last year, it says in here, 40%. So have people just been speculating that the sale was coming and they're just holding on to the stock until the sale happens? Possibly. And right now the stock is, I think, is at 72, $72 a share. Last updated uh, January 5th, 2023 at 4 p.m. According to the WWE corporate website, as I'm recording here, just around 10 a.m. on Friday morning. So great response there by the board of directors. But of course, Vince had to respond to that too. It is surprising that you did not address what I sought to make clear in my letter. Namely that we have a unique, but narrow window of opportunity to maximize shareholder value by combining the upcoming media rights negotiations with a strategic review process that the board acknowledges is the right course of action for our shareholders. And that the only way to fully capture the opportunities by having me, the company's founder and controlling shareholder return as executive chairman at this critical time so that I can work alongside the management team to unify the decision-making related to these two interconnected initiatives. I would like to be clear that unless I have direct involvement and input as executive chairman from the outset, I will not be able to support or approve any media rights deals or strategic transactions, including any commitments made by or on behalf of the company regarding a potential transaction or process. This position is not driven by self-interest or lack of confidence in the company's management team, but rather my commitment to doing what is best for WWE and all its shareholders and by my strong belief that maximizing the outcome of these processes will require close coordination and unified and efficient decision-making. I sincerely hope we can work together to unlock this tremendous value potential. 
There's no rationale for your position that I'm that my return to the company, quote, would be prudent from a shareholder value perspective. To the contrary, my return in the context of the media rights negotiations and a potential value maximizing strategic transaction is necessary precisely from a shareholder value perspective because it will allow WWE, as well as any transaction counterparties, to engage in these processes knowing that they will have the support of the controlling shareholder Further, the special committee of the board concluded its investigation. Presumably, all of its material findings have been publicly disclosed by the company, and nothing has been communicated to me about any manner that would prevent me from returning to the board. So while I am pleased to see that we all agree that the board's fiduciary obligations to act in the best interest of WWE and its shareholders, it remains unclear to me how the board can discharge these obligations if it does not permit me to be actively involved in helping to lead these two interconnected initiatives from within the boardroom so that I can make a fully informed decision about whether any potential transactions create the most for all shareholders. I also feel that it is necessary to clearly state my position that in light of the fundamental nature of WWE's media rights to the core values, proposition, and purpose of WWE, it would be improper for the company or board to take material steps towards any media rights deal without WWE shareholder support, particularly considering that a very clear majority of voting power explicitly opposes the company taking these steps without shareholder support. Regarding the shareholder demand letter, I'm glad to learn that the following review of the shareholder demand, the board has determined that the demand does not warrant any further legal action. However, it is unfortunate that the board would seek to use this conclusion to attempt to extract an agreement from me not to return to the company. Any construct along these lines is entirely unacceptable, especially in light of critical inflection points now facing the company. I will also like to clarify that my intention to avoid the creation of any conflict of interest related to the specialist committee investigation or related matters because of my return to the board as executive chairman and consistent with my prior actions, I would not interfere with any government investigations or the special committees and independent directors process and cooperating with those related investigations and would fully support appropriate and tailored governance measures to insulate me from those matters, as well as any improvements to the company's internal controls determined to be appropriate by the independent directors. As I have previously conveyed, I also remain willing to continue working to finalize my reimbursement to the company for its reasonable expenses incurred related to the investigation by and findings of the special committee to the extent not covered by insurance. Finally, I would like to reiterate my full support of WWE's management team and their leadership of the WWE franchise. It remains my sincere preference that we enable a cooperative path forward so that we can navigate these interconnected processes together for the benefit of our shareholders. I look forward to hearing back from you promptly. And in any case, by no later than January 5th, 2023. So basically Vince gave him a deadline of January 5th, 2023, which I'm guessing didn't happen, which is why we're at this point. That's just an assumption on my part. But in this email, he's basically saying I'm the majority shareholder. And if I'm not part of this, it's hard to get my support for this. Cause I'm not involved in these meetings. Although he could still be a part of the meetings as majority shareholder, just not part of the board of directors. 
but he must feel like he can't be fully involved if he's not in the board of directors because they could have meetings without him being there and they have to, you know, relay the information back to him. I understand that part, I guess, but still kind of BS on that part, in my opinion. And a lot of this, oh, in the best interest of the shareholders, when he is 81% of the voting stock and 81% majority, he's kind of talking about himself, I think, and mostly about himself. And I'm sure there's people that own stock in WWE that have a familiar mindset like him in this situation. But I think in the best, in, when he when he means of the shareholders' interest, I think he really means himself. And at this point, he just wants to get what he believes is the best value for WWE if they're going to sell. And again, people like to throw Disney out there because they have the money to do it. But I definitely think because because they already have the money invested in the library for Peacock and they already have the infrastructure in place to put the content on Peacock for live streaming and stuff like that. I honestly believe that Comcast is going to be the buyer for WWE. If this is all in fact happening, then the reason he's coming back is to be a part of a sale and not come back as creative. If he comes back as creative, that's a step backwards. Let Triple H take over creative. Let Stephanie and Nick Khan really run the company. You Basically, if we are to believe the communication back and forth here and kind of believe what some of the other people have talked about on YouTube and other podcasts specifically, uh, I listened to uh, Sean Ross Sapp and Jimmy Van yesterday on Fightful. And Jimmy Van, who has stock in WWE, has a really good understanding of this whole situation. I even learned a few things uh, listening to that podcast yesterday. And I think a lot of people are pushing the panic button because it's like, oh no, Vince was back. He's going to take, he's going to reset everything. All those people that just came back are going to get released again. Triple H is going to lose creative. I think if you really paid attention to like the financial calls where Vince just kind of said his one line, and then gave the communication to Nick Khan and the communication to Stephanie McMahon for the remainder of the call. I feel like this is really what's happening here. At least I would hope that's the case here. And Vince McMahon is only there as a, I guess, like a celebrity of, oh my God, we're we're negotiating with Vince McMahon. If he's in the room, that kind of gives them the negotiating leverage to get more money out of these companies that are going to pursue WWE. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Does this mean that a sale is going to come very quickly? I doubt it. Does it mean that it happens in 2023? Maybe. Maybe not. It could still take a while. You know? Or this could just be Vince just blowing smoke and mirrors and saying that he's in here for a sale when he just wants his power back and is going to, you know, overtake his daughter, overtake his son-in-law, overtake the guy that he chose as uh, the chief financial officer after he fired the two people he's brought back in here. And we're going to go back to status quo from, you know, a couple years ago. The only time will tell. 
Let me know in the babble section what you guys think. Comment below. Tweet us at SCPV Podcast. Message us on Instagram at SCPV Podcast. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Cycle Babble.